before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kev with Pizza Planet Video. Sprinkles from Collection Therapy here. <laughs> All right, Sprinkles. So we've, ha- <laughs> we've had a couple people ask, and they want to know the story. Why are you called Sprinkles? Why is your name Sprinkles? Right. Well, I mean, I wish it was a long story. I wish it was an interesting story, but it's not. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> clear my throat real quick. Basically, when I was a freshman in high school, an older kid didn't want to remember my real name. So he just called me Sprinkles. It was at lunch. He decided, I'm going to call you Sprinkles. And I was like, okay, I, I don't have any friends. Sure, whatever. And then that day, about 45 people in the school just knew who I was. And they all said, hey, Sprinkles. So from that day, I just was Sprinkles. I got it tattooed on my forearm. I just, uh, it's, I've been Sprinkles for like 15 years now. Do you have the word Sprinkles tattooed? Or you yeah, have Sprinkles yeah, tattooed? Yeah, here for, uh, listeners can't see this, but I'm showing him. Yeah, you sure do. Yeah, it's super like script on the side of my arm, like <laughs> it's like almost like a like a like a candy shop gang sign. Is yeah, what I... I'm gonna eventually I'm gonna put like actual sprinkles behind it, you know, fill in that space. But we'll get there. I like it. So yeah, uh, I mean, it's nothing nothing fancy. It's just kind of a name I've gone by. Um, nice. how, I, how I introduce myself to a lot of people um, if I'm gonna be spending a lot of time with them, like coworkers and whatnot. I usually just get it out of the way quick. <laughs> and I tell them it's not interesting. There's no. Well, hey, you know it's interesting to some for sure. So yeah, now you all know the secrets out. So all right, so we we got that out. Let's hop directly into tape talk. We've got a lot to talk about. Tape talk. So, literally the Friday we dropped our last episode about Child's Play. That's right. The new Child's Play trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. And surprised me. Yeah. I I I. I mean, aside from being like, you know, a little snippy about the reboot aspect of it, it looks like a really good movie. It looks very entertaining. It and does. I like, and I like Audrey Plaza. Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza? Audrey? Aubrey? Aubrey, I think. Aubrey. I like her. So, I mean, it looks pretty good. I like it. I, yeah, I'm, they, in, they I'm intrigued. They didn't show his face yet. They still haven't actually shown the doll's face. Like... Uh exposed um but they showed his arm moving and it looks to be a real doll and like my only concern is how much cg they're going to use but hopefully they're smart enough to know it's orion so hopefully they know to like at least use some physical props you know for sure hope so i mean he is going by chucky in it so we weren't sure if he was going by chucky um you know in the trailer you see the back of his head you see, you know, a hand take down the clothing. Mm-hmm. I um, liked that. That was that was like creepy, and I was I, like, "Why wasn't he wearing clothes?" Something that was super intriguing is when he the the kid. I don't know the kid's name in the movie. I bet. When, I bet it's Andy. God, I, I bet it, just for just for like uh, continuity it needs or to be just Andy. fan service, like just to be like, Haha, see, it's Andy, right? But it scans his face. Do you remember that? Where, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'm curious as what that's about. Because and I know that it's a robotic doll now. It's more of a Terminator situation, I think. Um, because the whole beginning of the trailer is the uh, like the infomercial. Like getting to know this, this like selling you on this doll, this futuristic doll. And I do like that. I think that's a cool way to at least modernize it and be like, these things are actually pretty bad. So For it's sure. kind of a, yeah. Because Terminators were made to be military things. So the fact that it's yeah. like, oh, imagine a Terminator, but it's made to be a toy, but then it kills people. <laughs> but then it just kills every yeah. person. Seemingly alive. really like roughly too, and with a knife. And it's, I mean, because we have similar scenes, like they're not totally redoing it because like someone does fall out of a window onto a car. Yeah, yeah. They did show so that. they're using some of that old stuff. So I don't know, the end, the end of the trailer where the mom is like taped and mm-hmm. you see her eyes get big. That was real. I thought it was really good. It that was intriguing. Good. It, it locked looked, me in. I think it's going to be about as good. I don't know if I might be talking out of my ass. This might be an overstatement. I don't know. But it looked like it's it's probably going to be as sufficient as The Force Awakens was. 
it's going to have a bunch of callbacks and kind of be a reboot, but also be a different story. And you'll we're we're going to know what's going to happen before it happens. There, there's not going to be any surprises in this movie, but I think it'll be entertaining. That's how I felt about Force Awakens. Well, no surprises, but good. I liked it. I yeah. know and it's you got to be careful saying that you like Star Wars movies nowadays on the internet because you could get literally hate mail. Like right. people, Star Wars I fans don't, are intense. I'm, I mean, I'm not a Star Wars guy. I'm a Star Trek guy. No hate. Ooh, I'm just you're a Trekkie. I'm yeah. I'm a Trekkie. I like Star Trek through and through. And I'm not like I I appreciate Star Wars. Whatever, it's cool. I saw it in the '90s when it came back. I saw Episode One like everyone was supposed to because I was 10 years old. But um. Yeah, I never loved it. I always thought it was too pew pewy and like like a rock opera. It was too like action for me. Um, but I like Star Trek because it's actually sci fi. But that <laughs> that's a whole different episode. That is, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just over here, just like complete silence because I'm a huge, I'm a Star Wars guy. I have right. toys, I have autographs. Like, I'm See, a Star and Wars I have guy. a glass case with Star Trek stuff. So I tried Star Trek. I just can't. You guys have an entertaining but... podcast here. Yes, <laughs> we will, that that's a whole other episode. That's we probably going to be a month. <laughs> yeah, just a, a whole month of us Trekkie versus Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all in all, Child's Play. I know you gave me homework. I'm going to go see it when it You're comes gonna out. Go see it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the movie theater by myself and see it and <laughs> scare myself to death. That's fine. So, another trailer that well, it's not another trailer. A second trailer came out for Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. and that was Last, tight. That, that movie. Was... I wish I didn't hate the guy's face so much that plays the dad, but what can you do? He's just got an <laughs> ugly face. There's nothing <laughs> I can do about that. But that movie looks scary. That movie genuinely was like, oh man, and it's going to be rated R. You know, it's not going to be oh. like if the, if it was made in 2007, it would have been PG-13. Oh, for sure. And it would have been like The Grudge, and no one would have even like fucking died. But now it's going to be pretty good and i rewatched the original and that actually scared me more than i remembered so i remember watching the original i think i watched a lot of horror movies back in the day i remember are you old enough to remember usa up all night i remember it i don't know if i was ever up all night but they used to play <laughs> a lot of like kind of sex comedies and uh-huh. horror movies and stuff and I, I remember watching pet cemetery on usa up all night and just, it's scaring the shit out of me. Yeah. I hadn't seen it since. I watched it on USA. I remember that. But it was, it was uh, up during the day. Yeah. And it was, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, it was like, I remember it was at like noon and I watched it with my grandfather. So all the gory stuff was cut out and all that. But I remember it scared me then. And I never watched it until, until two days ago. And I was like, oh, I was watching it in the morning and I was still like, geez, that's creepy. It's, it's that creepy. I can't look at that kid the same. He's horrifying. With just that one scar, and I'm like, you got hit by that truck. <laughs> and all you have is that little scar on your face? Well, they put him back together. They put him back. He wasn't stitched up. He had a little scar across his eye, and I was like, nah. Nah. That kid would have been gone. <laughs> oh, God. But, but it's so very creepy. The new one looks very creepy. The girl in it seems creepy. I want to find the book. I, I, when I saw when the new trailer came out, it mm. put me on this like Stephen King book hunt. So I, yeah. I have like same with everyone Stephen... else. So good luck out there, you know. Yeah, Stephen <laughs> King. I have a bunch of Stephen King books, uh, nice. but I haven't found Pet Cemetery. I've got like it and all the oh, classics, cool. but like I'll keep an eye out for Pet Cemetery for you. Pet I, Cemetery. I there's actually been a few times where I've gone to Goodwill and I see like a lot of Stephen King books, and I'm like, wow, somebody, somebody gave up a <laughs> a hefty amount. Yeah. That's how I got a good portion. I bought them all in yeah. one. It was like, uh, luckily they were all like the color of the day. So they're all like, you know, 99 cents. Oh, so I, got like, I got like 10 bucks for, you know, for, you know, $10, which they, was fine. They charge like three or $4 for hard, hard covers. Yeah. That's too much. That's just too much guys. Especially, yeah. I mean, Unless they're, it's they're, like a badass, cool, like big book. But if it's just like a little book and just cause it has a hard cover, I'm like, man, just give me like a dollar. Let's do this yard sale style. <laughs> I wish any thrift store would do it yard sale style. Like I just love that. Let me just haggle you a little bit, just a little bit. They act like they can't shoot a price back at me. You know, they can't. Like if, They're not allowed. Yeah, but like if I, but I mean, even at a yard sale, you know, I, they, sometimes it gets where I'm oh, like, yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you eight bucks, and then they're like, get out of here, and I'm like, just say, say twelve. Yeah, <laughs> I'm willing to move too. 
You so anyway. Start... <laughs> you picked up a new service, didn't you? A new TV yeah, service? Yeah, I got Shutter. Shutter's tight. It's only $5 a month. Uh, we're not sponsored <clears throat> yet. Yet. Um, so yeah, Shutter's only 5 bucks a month. It's rad. It has live streaming channels. So if you can't, if you don't want to figure out something to watch, you can just pick like a genre or a specific channel and it's just live streaming movies and you can, and it's not like censored or anything. You don't have to watch ads. It's just movies and TV shows and horror stuff playing all the time. And they have your usual Netflixy kind of interface, a little bit wonky, but you know, until we're sponsored by them, I can't say it's perfect. <laughs> so <laughs> but, uh, what's nice. the, gu- the guy everybody loves? The Joe Bob touch? Briggs. Yeah. Joe Bob Briggs. He does like a, if you imagine like mystery science theater, but he just pops in once every once in a while, gives you like really cool trivia about the movie, about the director um, talks about the scenes we've just watched. And it's not obnoxious. It's like you watch a good chunk of the movie. You watch probably like a half hour, 20 minutes. And then he comes in just kind of bullshits about it, makes some jokes. Uh, and he's just this old Texan man and he's been doing it for like 50 years. He just keeps getting canceled. Was he on mainstream television lately before this? He had a show 17 years ago on TNT. And then before that was 17 years before that. And it was on something else. I don't know what. Oh, I'm not. A, I'm a baby. Because I felt like I had read something that he had been canceled recently, but then it was brought back. I don't know. Um, I may have been mistaken. He's got like a whole 24 hour marathon on Shudder, though. And it's I watched the first movie, which was Taurus Trap, which I had never seen. And it was awesome. So I, I if anyone, know what that movie is. it's an old, it's a 1978 or nine horror movie about, it just involves a lot of mannequins, wax figures, supernatural stuff, telekinesis, creepy deaths. It's, it's fun. It's a fun movie. Um, so I watched that and he pops in every so often and made it way more interesting. Just talking about like how the director started, how the actor got the role and all that stuff. Yeah, and that's yeah. just one show. Things got hundreds and hundreds of horror movies and shows and whatnot. So, I 100% recommend Wink Wink Shutter. Uh, check your local streaming device. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and, yeah. And if Shutter is listening, we would love to be sponsored by you. That would be yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, as far as uh, hunting, did you go hunting? I did. For the first time in like two months, I went hunting. Hell yeah! What'd you pick up? I picked up so much randomness. So I've got, uh, I picked up Buzz Lightyear, Star Command, The Adventure Begins, which I guess is a standalone, just a one-time Buzz Lightyear movie. That's a, it's like an animated, it was a show, it was a cartoon, and that's kind of like the, a TV movie. I think it's ah. just like a longer episode. It's kind of like the Batman movies were. Oh, nice. Yeah. I picked up uh, Star Wars Droids, the animated series. There you go. I picked up Disney's Mighty Ducks, the movie, the cartoon. I'm pretty jealous of that one, actually. That's pretty sick. That's I totally awesome. forgot. I remember I used to have the toys from Burger King from that cartoon, specifically the cartoon, the big dude. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even know they did an animated series of it. So that's Yeah, cool. I think I watched that more than the movies. For sure. I mean, cartoons are cartoons. They're much yeah. better. Uh, I picked up some random stuff like The River Wild, uh, Dustin Hoffman and the Hero, I was pretty excited about this one, School Ties, with Brendan Fraser. I've never ever heard of that. So Brendan Fraser is basically it's set in like the fifties. It's a private school, and uh, Brendan Fraser's character is a quarterback. He's a good. He's a he's a working class kid. He's Jewish, hmm. and he goes to this prestigious kind of Catholic, rich kid uh, boarding school solely because he's a good quarterback because they want to beat their rivals. He keeps the fact that he's poor and that he's Jewish mm-hmm. silent. Okay. Um, and as the movie progresses, those things come out and people that were his friends turn their back on him because there's like a, a it's just one of those schools that has an honor code. So there was a cheating violation. Right. And they tried to blame it on him because he's a target and he's not one of them kind of a thing. Oh, wow. That's okay. It's cool. A, it's That's really interesting. It's awesome. It's a great movie. I've seen it tons of times. If you haven't seen it, you should really see that. Yeah, no, I literally never, especially with that cover. Wow, what an exciting cover. I literally never would have picked that up. So I'm glad I know now. School Ties? Yeah, School Ties. It's a yeah, kind of a the... cool, I like the cover a little bit because in the title School Ties, it has the school's flag 
you know, like their, their, I mm-hmm. guess their, yeah, their logo, I guess it's cool. But yeah, I don't it's, know it's why. A, I, I'm into like sports. I'm into sports dramas more than I'm into dramas. <laughs> I don't even like sports. <laughs> I just, things like Rudy and like uh, Vision <sighs> Quest and those kind of, I just, everyone loves Victorious. You know, you, Rocky, that kind of stuff. If you don't get excited about Rudy, I just, I don't know. I just can't. Rudy's the shit. So good. I also picked up uh, The Deer Hunter, Robert De Niro. Yeah, I had never, I did, you told me it was from, about I, Vietnam. I didn't know that. I just thought it was a cool looking box. Um, it's two tapes because it's almost three and a half hours long. Yeah, that takes, that takes a lot for me to do that. <laughs> That's like a couple of I don't snacks. know, I don't remember the last, <laughs> yeah. That's too it's much. It's funny because I can watch, I can watch two days worth of a TV show, but. You give me a three-hour movie, and I'm like, get that out of my face. <laughs> Was that Frailty? Yeah. I had never heard of it. Have you heard of it? I own it, but I don't know what it is. But I, I liked the cover. I was like, I assume this is some sort of it's Bill Paxton overdramatic, Matthew, Matthew overdramatic McConaughey. thriller. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We will uh, find out one day. The God Perhaps, hands, if you're ever... God's Hand Killer has returned. So, again, I, I knew a lot of these. Well, I, I knew like a couple of these, but most of them I was just like, huh, I picked them up. Yeah. You know, just a fun little day. What'd you, what about you? I, I only got, I got a couple. Um, I'm trying to think if I picked anything up earlier in the week, but I don't think I've been out. Um, but just today, to up another Bond movie that I haven't owned which was Live and Let Die. So now I only need, I think, four, four or five more before I have all the tapes, at least. Um, everything but Daniel Craig is on tape, so it's easy to know where, where to stop. Uh, then I picked up uh, Weird Al, Bad Hair Day, the videos. Just sick, because his other video tape, I have his other one, The Greatest Hits. The songs actually aren't that great. This one, this has got the good ones. Uh, and then Hellboy. I'm Which I recently, I still haven't seen. Not gonna lie, I tried to watch it recently, but I gotta really be in a mood. Like when it's a slow beginning, which it is a slow beginning. Yeah. Uh, and all steampunk, and that's so like played out. I I didn't see it when it came out, so like, steampunk was the shit in two thousand three. Now steampunk is just like, it's just another thing, you know. So it was hard to get excited, but I'm gonna give it another shot one day. So you've never still seen it all the way through. No, I only watched the first like twenty minutes, and I was oh. just like, "Eh, like I, I'm, if I'm going to watch two hours, I'm going to put something else on." Because I was in the mood to watch a movie, but it just what I was like, "Not this one. We're going to go with something else." And then uh, I don't even know what I put on. It's good. Uh, yeah. It's one. It's it's definitely up there for me. I I, I like one yeah. or two. I'm a you know, what is his name? Get Del Toro. Uh, Guillermo. Guillermo Del yeah. Toro. I love Guillermo. So I think. I mean, I'm sure I'll like it. I think his. I got a shape of water poster right here, and like literally looks like the same dude in this movie. It, I mean, it, but yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. It's a, Shape of Water is also an excellent movie. Fantastic. It's, that, was, that was my movie of 2017. That was so good. Yeah. Um, I got a, let me see if I can show you. I got a big old, big old movie poster that I picked up from the local theater. I saw them taking it down from the marquee and I ran over and I was like, what do I got to do to get that? And he was like, dude, I don't care. Just take it. I was like, oh, all right. That was the best Movie yeah. <laughs> movie theater employee sound ever. The guy who replaces the posters. <laughs> Dude, I don't at the movie theater. I get paid nine dollars. I don't fucking care. You, you can have yeah. them all. Yeah, he was like, take it. And then I found that frame same day at Goodwill. And I was like, well, what a day today is. <laughs> that was a good day. I remember I used to go back in the day at like um like Blockbuster or movie rental companies. Mm. You used to have to put your name on the back of the poster to get it. Mm-hmm. So you had to be the first one to write your name and then you put your phone number and they would circle it and they would call yeah. you when they took it down. So God, I wish I, I was supposed to get a predator uh, Blu-ray standee from my local grocery store and I, they put my name on the back and everything. She was like, Oh, no one's ever asked for that. So sure. I'm fine with it. Then they never called me and then it disappeared. And I was like, I assume a manager saw the thing. and was just like, no, we can't give these away. But because I've also tried with Target, even working there, you're not allowed to take a single piece of promotional stuff. They've they've put that in the rules of the companies where they need to get thrown in the trash on camera and they are watching. And I'm like, just let let the nerds have some fun. They don't care. Yeah. All those Lego, the Lego dioramas legally have to be destroyed. I used to work for a company that I won't name, but 
okay, fuck it. It was REI. I'm an outdoor guy. And like, you can take <laughs> anything back there, right? Same concept. Yeah, you used to be able to. Still can. It's just for a year now. But yeah, like water bottles or other random mm-hmm. things, like you legally have to hit them with a hammer until they're flat. You can't just throw them in the dumpster. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, Isn't that terrible? It's just so stupid. You're like, Even Whole Foods does that with food. Even people that work there aren't allowed to take them, let alone people that might need food. But even the people that work there, if you want to take a slice of pizza, no, sir. No one came to pick it up. Throw it away. Mm-hmm. Not terrible. Yeah. Anyway, enough social issues. Uh, <laughs> Woo, got off on, got off on that, a tangent there. What happened? That got deep. That got we got to meet. Uh, we'll meet under the bridge at eight. Oh, my God. That was deep. Too deep. Oh, God. Um, so this week, we decided we were going to talk about... Um, love <laughs> love it's valentine's day weekend it's already over by the time you hear this but um hope y'all had a good one be it alone or with others and uh we figured we'd just do a quick top five are we doing it in order i can do it in order i can do it in order if yeah, you let's want do it in order. okay we'll do it in order i mean it's slightly arbitrary because whatever but it's top five rom-coms uh so yeah we're gonna talk about rom-coms what we consider a rom-com and uh which ones we enjoy to watch more than once. For real. So there's, you know, do you own all the rom-coms that you're talking about on VHS? All, but all, but the uh, most recent, cause it's not on VHS. Okay. Yeah. Cause one of my, and actually my number one is not on VHS. So my number one is, I just haven't, I'm pretty sure it is. I just haven't found it yet. Yeah. I got the others though. I got the stack in front of me for reference. Um, so for me, it was hard. I had to like, I understand what a rom-com is, romantic comedies, Mm -hmm. right? But like so many things are rom-coms that I just like, that's not a rom-com. Right. So like for me, the definition of a rom-com is um, it has to have more romance than comedy. Like romance is the main underlying theme and comedy Mm -hmm. is a secondary, right? Yeah. So like 40-year-old virgin is a rom-com. I don't think that's right. Right. Like I don't think Saving Silverman is a rom-com. Yeah, I don't either. Like, I don't think, like, um, there was... Knocked up. Yeah, there was a lot like that. Like, there was some that squeaked by, um, which made... Oh, you know, I'd probably consider Zack and Miri one, and I really do like that movie. That's a great movie. The but porno. That, is a, that is a really... So I'm going to do that as honorable mention real quick. Zack and Miri is the shit. If you haven't seen it, it's such an off-putting name and cast for what it is, but totally watch it. It's a good it's one. Hilarious. It's hilarious. It's gross. It's, it's funny, one. though. <laughs> It's a, it's a really good movie, but like yeah. Knocked Up, they said as a rom com. I didn't really see ro- Knocked Up as a rom com because it's more comedy. Right. There just happens to be that two people like each other in it. I'm not rooting for romance. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, I want to root for the couple. That's what I consider a rom com. Is that I don't want it to be just a story about people and two of them are in love. I want them to be like, it's about them two and them getting where they need to go. Yeah. So that's, that's what I consider a rom-com. Right. So I, I had to look things up and I was like, well, is this a rom-com? And I was like, nah. So my list is a little weird. It jumps all over the 80s, 90s. Hey, mine too. And today. Um, so what's your number five? My number five is, it's my number five is an easy one. Now it is one that I enjoy a lot, but love actually. So good. It, I put it at five because it is more of a no brainer for a lot of people because they, they watch it thinking it's going to be dumb and then immediately it's funny. Like right in the first two seconds, it's a funny movie. And uh, yeah, just the relationships through the whole thing. It's also my number five. Cause I remember the least about it. So I don't have that much to say about it, but I remember really enjoying it. So love actually is actually a Christmas movie in our house. Right. We watch it every Christmas. My wife Which it and totally I. is a Christmas movie. Um, and I will, I will go ahead and announce that it is my number three. So it is up there. Respectable. It is up there for me. I mean, the cast is amazing. I just like how they intertwine all the different love stories. Um, that song. <laughs> like, I've been singing it all morning. <laughs> like, I just, it's just been in my head. Um, I'm not going to do it right yeah, now. Yeah, I was going to say, you're more than welcome to bust out in songs. So Love Actually, is yeah, that's, no. that's a definite strong number five. Mine, yeah. this one is, a, I'm not 100% sure if it's a rom-com, but to me it's a rom-com. And it's Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That was one that came up. Yeah, that totally is. Yeah, it, that totally is. And I love it's it. It's definitely, it has, it just squeaked by, has more romance in it than comedy, but the comedy is mm-hmm. strong. 
I think Jason Siegel is the Hugh Grant of the future. He is hilarious. He is he is our Hugh Grant because we needed to revamp the whole. And Hugh Grant was just the Richard Gere. You know, mm-hmm. it's just transitioned. But now we're getting the best, the best rom com guy we could get. I mean, Jason Siegel. It, it's just such a fun. He wants to write a a rock opera about Dracula. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> uh, I mean, like he just. I, like she's like um we've got some complaints about uh a girl crying yeah i'm hearing it too i think it's four above me <laughs> sir you're on the top floor okay i'll keep it down like shit like that it's just <laughs> it's just funny i mean so for me forgetting sarah marshall that's 2008 right there like that's yeah that's i mean that's old at this point but yeah that's still pretty recent that's in the grand scheme of things recent in a lot of the movies we talk about so 10 years wow 10 years ago for real and and Jason Seal still looks the same. Good for him. Good. He's gonna look like that until he's eighty years old. <laughs> he's gonna be the most handsome. I'm telling you, keep an eye on that man. You know. <laughs> you know? Anyway, I w- uh, <laughs> so what did you got for number four? Number four is one that I could watch any day, and that's Heartbreakers. I have no idea what this is. Heartbreakers is uh, is Sigourney Weaver, which is my older lady crush and Jennifer Love Hewitt, which is my just a little bit older than me crush. Um, basically the story goes, they, and, it, and this one's kind of, I kind of cheated on this one, but I just really like this movie. This is about Sigourney Weaver marries rich, right? Okay. She marries an old man and, uh, and she does this a lot. So this is a thing they do. She marries an old guy or a rich guy. And then, Jennifer Love Hewitt will come into their life, but he won't know that she's her daughter. So Jennifer Love Hewitt is Sigourney Weaver's daughter, mm-hmm. but the guy doesn't know. Okay. So then Jennifer Love Hewitt seduces these men and they plan so that Sigourney Weaver can catch him cheating on her, divorce them and take a bunch of money. So they're con artists. Okay. So they're planning one last big one. And she marries this old, old gross dude, but he's worth millions. So she marries this guy, and then the plan starts going haywire because, uh, what's his name? Jason Lee from all the Kevin Smith movies and all that. Mm-hmm. My name is Earl. Everybody knows him. He plays this just chill-ass bartender who winds up like stealing the heart of Jennifer Love Hewitt, and she just kind of pushes him away the whole time, and he's just super chill. Like He's just like, hey, I'm not forcing you to do anything. And she's just so off-putting to him because she can't face the fact that she might be loving him. And uh, yeah, it's just a story about them falling in love and her getting over her con artist days with her mom. But also the old guy that they that she marries dies, um, which kind of throws a wrench in their plan because they couldn't divorce. So he just died and she didn't she couldn't get the money. So it becomes a big it's funny. It's a great movie. Interesting. But yeah, heartbreaker. So I kind of cheated because it's not too much about the relationship. But it does focus around both of them falling in love and also the relationship between the mother and daughter. And it's really funny. And Ray Liotta's in it. Okay. And he and he's obsessed with Sigourney Weaver's character. So I'll have to put that on the watch list because I've never seen it. So yeah, and I'm sure a lot of people haven't. I, I remember watching it on like FX, like DVD on TV back in the day. Um, you know, when FX had the movies. They sure did. The- and uh, I also just love Sigourney Weaver and it's a really good. It's a really good movie with Sigourney Weaver. Um. Okay. Yeah. What's your number four? My number four is just. It's a classic. It's so good. It's the 1989 John Cusack "Say Anything." Oh, nice. Oh, I didn't even think about that one. Oh, dude, it's it's so good. Good call. I like that. I mean, if you haven't seen "Say Anything," you need to do yourself a favor. Sit down and just enjoy a great rom com. Um, and I remember being told to watch that my whole childhood by friends, friends who watched rom-coms as kids. I don't know. I just remember my whole childhood people were like, oh, you should see this. And I never actually did until I was older. And I was like, damn, that was good. I should have watched that when I was younger. So I had no idea about this movie until college. I saw it in college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I don't know. It's, it's just great. It's about a teenager, Lloyd Dobler, who is a kickboxer. This movie, mm-hmm. he's a He's like, oh, it's this up-and-coming sport called kickboxing. You're like... John Cusack, yeah, right? Yeah, John Cusack. It's great. Yeah. So his character's name is Lloyd Dobler. He's kind of the... 
everybody knows guy. He's not, he's kind of a fuck up. Doesn't really know what he wants to do with his life. And this mm-hmm. is, this is his senior year. They are just graduated and he uh, falls in love with, um, the, the class valedictorian, uh, Diane court. And, um, they go on a date, they fall in love. They start, you know, dating. She's like, has her whole life planned out because her dad's like super strict. Turns out her mm-hmm. dad's like embezzling money because he runs a nursing home. The IRS gets him. She, her dad convinces her to break up with him. And it's just a great all around movie. It is a worth a watch for sure. Oh yeah. Say anything. So the number four for me is definitely say anything. All right, man. What's your number three? Number three is probably my funnest one. Uh, true romance. No idea. Really? Yeah. Okay. This, I think I have a copy uh, for sale. You're just getting it in the mail soon because you need to see this movie will blow your mind. This is written. Uh, is this the one that's written by um, Quentin Tarantino? Yeah, it's written by Quentin Tarantino, not directed by. But uh, it's Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette in one of the most ridiculous, action-packed love stories. You know how like uh, Natural Born Killers is. Yeah, take that, but like. But Pulp Fiction-y. Okay. So it's just a lot of mayhem. And I don't want to give anything away for you because you haven't seen it. And it is... The cover is terrible. The name of the movie is terrible. But it's about these two and their romance. And their Thelma and Louise kind of destructive, crazy lifestyles. And uh, it's a must-watch for anybody. Well... I, I wish the title was better because I took way too long to watch this in my life. I watched this when I was like 23 or 4 for the first time. And I regretted the first 24 years of my life not involving true romance. Well, I, Is it a rom-com by nature? Maybe not. But I had to say that about it. It must be watched. You had me at Christian Slater. I mean... Those eyebrows. He, I just love him. I mean, <laughs> he is so good in everything. Gleaming the, mm-hmm. gleaming the cube... Uh, Claiming the Cube is on my want list. If anybody has one, yeah. hit me up. I'll trade you for it. <laughs> I will just give you a high five and a hug because I, I. There you go. Monsters Inc. We've talked about this. We got plenty of Monsters Inc. to go around for all the Gleaming the Cube. I cubes. also have Deer Hunter. It's not a big deal. Talk to me. <laughs> it's got two tapes. But it's whatever. I, I, I'm a I'm a product of the '80s. Like I had skateboards. I'm a huge. I love skating mm-hmm. back in the day. I don't do it so much anymore because um, I'm old and I hurt when I fall. Right, and I pay right. my own insurance. That shit's expensive, but like Gleaming mm-hmm. the Cube, Rad. Um, mm-hmm. What is the other one? Thrasher, Thrashing, Thrashing, Thrashing was great. I mean, and then there's Airborne. Oh yeah, it's not skateboarding, but Airborne's sick. Um, Gleaming the Cube has Tony Hawk in it. Sure does with his like pizza truck, his like Street Fighter swoop, <laughs> his like blonde <laughs> swoop with his bandana on. But I mean, Christian Slater's great in Heavy Rain. Was that what it's called? Uh-huh. Oh, that's a great one. I mean, he's just. So many Christmas Slater's great in everything. Uh, Heather's oh great! I almost put Heather's on my and list. And then some somebody whoever somebody talked to Skeet Ulrich when he was auditioning, and they were like, "Just like point your eyebrows down, like Christian Slater. Can you do that? All right, we're gonna make you that guy because Christian Slater's too old now." But I mean, isn't he in Mister Robot now, the TV show? I think Christian Slater. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I haven't seen Mister Robot. It's really good. You should watch it. I should but, honestly the mask the mask put me off that like mask logo thing. yeah whatever that little face so I was like meh literally that's the only thing I've based it off of I've been like that's a dumb mask and then I <laughs> never <laughs> so I'm sure it's good hey I respect that, that that's a, that's a... the guy the star of it he's great like I'm totally into him he's he's good his jawline like actually scares me but like <laughs> I think I think it hurts you should watch it but uh so yeah I've got a I've got a I like it. True romance. True romance. So what's your number three? So my number three is love. Actually, we've already talked. We kind of touched on that. The 2003 okay, right, love right, right. actually. I mean, it's just, it's too good. Mm-hmm. So we're going to skip over me and go straight to your number two. Cool. Number two, 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 two. Um, I got chasing Amy. So good. Kevin Smith. Chasing oh my God. Amy is one that I skipped for a little bit. As far as the, the Kevin Smith movies, I watched almost like, I watched everything through Dogma before seeing Chasing Amy. I love it. And I recently watched it a couple of weeks ago and it, it totally holds up. It's such a funny story and the characters are so hateable 
And that's what you love about them. Fuck it. It's just how everybody knows someone like both of these guys. Everybody knows a girl like, like what's her name? Uh, Joey Lauren Adams. Yeah. Who didn't, didn't get much love after this movie because she was kind of like a... Let's share that Renee Zellweger voice. You know, that... They're kind of like this, so it's a little annoying. I love this movie. I have all of Kevin Smith's movies. I, I, mm-hmm. He's amazing, but I love the, one of the lines in there. He's like, she's like a Chinese fucking finger trap, yo. They call her finger, they call her finger trap. <laughs> but when the, yep. when the DVD came out, it actually came out with a Chasing Amy comic. So I actually have the Chasing Amy comic. Oh, what? Yeah. It's a, oh, I'm going to have to look for like just like a new, like an unopened copy of that because that's awesome. It's around here somewhere. Yeah. That's a really cool piece of like dumb swag that most people wouldn't think about existing. Yeah. So like I want a real Blunt Man and Chronic comic. Did those come out? Whenever? Oh, so good. There... I, I want it so bad. Is there was... like a whole line of them? There probably is. I, probably is. I mean, every movie uh, made. Dogma was amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. Clerks. Fucking uh, Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, Clerks is my favorite movie ever. Uh, Jane Silent Bob reboot's coming out. That's going to be something we'll, we'll talk about later. Yeah. But yeah, Chasing Amy, uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Chasing Amy is a story about Ben Affleck and Jason Lee. Again, here he is. Ben Affleck and Jason Lee. Uh, ben Affleck falls in love with a girl who's definitely a lesbian, um, but he's obsessed with her, and she's just his best friend. And then he tries, and she's like, yo, like, fuck, fuck you, dude. <laughs> like, I'm not just gonna... Like, the scene, like, that actual, like, intense scene between them where he's yelling at her but it's totally selfish and you're like what an ass and then she just yells right back at him and doesn't fall for it love that yeah the whole dynamic between them so it's more of like a, a friendship also but love story it's wonderful i love the black cartoon the black comic in there black rage oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> dude the whole movie so good so uh jason lee is great it's the same uh Jason Lee doesn't play the same character as Mallrats, right? I mean, he's not Brody. He's because Ben Affleck doesn't play the same character. No. Okay, so they're different characters because usually they keep continuity yeah. in their universe, but they are different characters. Yeah, because they show up in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Right. Yeah. So yeah, Ben Affleck is not the guy from Casual Mail. Yeah, he's never that again, and I want him to come back. <laughs> I hope, like, in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, he, like, just shows up. I don't know He's the guy from Casual Mail. <laughs> Poor Ben Affleck. His life is not going well right now. I think we talked about that last time. Oh, God. So good. All right. So, yeah, that's my number, that's my number two. Uh, my number two, I'm a huge uh, baseball fan. All right? So, I love mm-hmm. – uh, I'm here in Atlanta, so I'm an Atlanta Braves fan. So, I love all baseball movies. I love sports movies, mm-hmm. but mostly baseball movies. Um. I'm with you. I oh, actually have a soft spot for those two. I forgot to say in in one of the movies I found this week was minor uh, major leagues back to the minors. So the third in the series. I'm jealous of that. That's the one I don't have. That's nice. So I completed all of it. You completed Super it. Super excited about that. Beep, 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 beep. Beep, 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 beep. Completed. We're gonna have to get like little God, little clips sound that effects. I can play. We completed. We need it so much. <laughs> so, but my number two, it's it's a sports rom com and it's Bull Durham. From 1988. Oh, Kevin. Oh, I think I have that. I've never seen. Oh, that. you need to. Basically, it's about a guy. Uh, Kevin Costner plays a aging minor league player named Crash, and he is brought from another team to the uh, the 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 Durham Bulls, which is an actual minor league team, okay. uh, to help a pitcher who's really good but he's super immature so he he loses focus and can't pitch real well and then both of them are involved with a this girl named ann i forgot the actress that plays her i'm blanking right now um frank uh no no, that's not her her. uh and she's a baseball groupie and it's Uh like this whole romance with her and i mean it is it is too good but yeah no i i I, I have a feeling like I don't have it anymore, but I remember having it and being turned off by the name in the cover because when you have thousands of movies and you're, you're filling your shelves, you're just like, you know what? You're going to go away right now. Oh, it's so good. Right up there with but Field I, of Dreams. I remember see, Field of Dreams is great. I do have that one. I love Field of Dreams. But I really like the kids' uh, baseball movies too. Yeah. Like- Sandlot, Rookie of the Year. Um, Rookie of the Year is Angel my- in the Outfield? 
Oh, Hennen, Riri, Roro, Renan, Garner, Nerner. <laughs> I had a chance to meet him. I was just having a crappy day and I didn't go, but he was playing like an acoustic show. He does music, I guess. I don't know. The kid from Rookie of the Year is doing an acoustic set at the Alamo Draft House near my house. And I wanted to bring my copy of Kid in King Arthur's Court. <laughs> oh, so I, good. But then I was like, I'm not really an autograph kind of guy. Like, I don't, I don't, tr- I try not to like hero worship. So I didn't want to be that guy that goes in and is like, will you sign this? I have nothing else to say. Goodbye. But, uh, it's funny. But yeah. No, it's a great movie. And I think if you can find it, I think I have yeah. Bull Durham or Bill Durham. Bull Durham. I think I have Bull two Durham. copies. If I have two copies, it's coming your way for sure. Radical Heights. Um, All right. So it, the time has come in the countdown to the number one. Number one. Is that that's the sound effect you got? Come on. That, uh, that's all right now. Sorry, <laughs> uh, I didn't. I I, I I didn't realize. I kind of prefaced everything with with a different one. Uh, those were just off the cuff. I didn't. I didn't prep. That's okay. That's okay. We'll do better. We'll do better next we time. We, but I we'll think, do better. I think next it's time. been all right. Okay. So yeah. what is your number one? Number one is uh, I love you, man. I'm Peter Clavin. I'm the realtor. Sydney Fife. Hey, check out these two. That guy needs to fart. He does seem to be clenching. Watch the leg. Boom. He farted in my open house. He sure did. I'm thinking it might be a little bit small. Totally, and it smells like fart. Now, this is a rom-com uh, this... because it's about the romance. It's a it's a rom-com. It's a bromance. It's a rom-com, and uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I watch it frequently. It reminds me of several of my friends. Uh... I love every moment of the movie, and there's no better relationship than Paul Rudd and Jason Seacole. Slopping the boss. Slopping the boss. And like the fact that it's just about a friendship, and one that, I mean, if you haven't experienced a friendship like I love you, man, then I apologize to you, and at whatever age you're at, go mingle. Go find yourself a, a bro. Because what a heartwarming movie. The whole time you're just like, man, this guy just needs a fucking friend. And then that first interaction they have at the open house when he's like, that guy over there has to fart. And he's just like so casual and just so real with him. Love the movie. Love the ups and downs. They get mad at each other. They come through for each other. They both like rush and that's awesome. The whole scene at the... What is it? The wedding reception where he talks about, is it a blowjob? He talks about the whole time. Like, Oh, Oh, that was just like a dinner with the family where he's like, uh, he's like, return the favor. I mean, that's and he like winks at her and he's just like, yo, but it all worked out in the end. Cause it did help his relationship. Just like when he, he like, it seemed like he stole money from him, but then, and then he was pissed that he used it all on these billboards, but then it actually worked for him. And you're like, this is a beautiful friendship. This movie is filled with awkward comedy, mm-hmm. which unfortunately oh. for me makes me super uncomfortable. My wife, oh, no. my wife loved the movie. I, I, when he walks out and hears them talking about him, uh, and he just doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, oh, you poor, oh my god, it hurts my my like the the middle the middle of my body. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even pinpoint an organ. It just makes me feel uncomfortable right in the middle for Paul Rudd's character. And then they notice him. And he's got like 15 chocolate milks, like chocolate floats. And he was being so nice. And they're just shit talking to him. Uh, so uncomfortable. Beautiful. Unfortunately, yeah, that's, that's a shame if you don't enjoy that awkward. <laughs> but I understand why. Oh, it's. I, I haven't finished. Like, I, I, for some reason, have affection for really awkward and uncomfortable and cringy and. Uh. Just I can't gut wrenching comedy. Like I can't do The Office or Seinfeld or any of that. Womp 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 womp. <laughs> People give me so much shit. They're like, "How do you not like?" I just don't. It's not my comedy. Hey, that's okay, man. I didn't watch superhero movies. You yeah. Know? I mean, I'm still gonna confidently say I don't watch superhero <laughs> movies because I haven't watched any since. But but I did. You know, watched a couple. And I was still on the same boat. And if you were to ask me to watch Seinfeld, I'd watch Seinfeld for you. I would only ever ask that of you if it was a certain episode, because 22 minutes is doable. And if you can't do that, then what are we doing a 45-minute podcast? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's a quality number one. You had you, you heartfelt behind it. I liked it. I mm-hmm. liked it. I may give the movie mm-hmm. another chance because you, you, you sold me on it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I'll go slop of the boss later. Slop the boss. All right. So. <laughs> and your number, number. 
one, one. Dude, that was so good. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I feel like you're kind of angry at me because I like I put a little too much pressure on you. Mild animosity, <laughs> mild. <laughs> anyway, you're number. So one. this is my number one, but this is also like my my tied number one for my all time favorite movie. So my wow. all time favorite movie goes back and forth between this movie and Howard the Duck. Okay, and, okay, cool. And this movie is the 2000 release of High Fidelity. My store is called Championship Final. Turn it off! I'm going louder! I can't fire them. I hired these guys for three days a week, and they just started showing up every day. That was four years ago. Oh, yeah, yes. It's a, okay, another, cool. Another John Cusack. You can't have rom-com without John Cusack. You, you just can't. You can't be born in the 80s without liking John Cusack. Um, That's something I've learned because no one my age really loves John Cusack, but everybody, everybody your age wow, he's so, loves John He's Cusack. so good. This movie's amazing. It equates life. He is very charming. Life and love to owning a, a, a record store. Like, and. Mm-hmm. Rob Garner is the main character. That's John Cusack's character. He is a former club DJ that owns a not so lucrative record store. And mm-hmm. Jack Black is one of his employees. And he has <laughs> to cause this weather. <laughs> he, Barry and Dick are the two employees. He's like, I hired them part time for two days a week. They started coming in every day. And that was six years ago. And he's just, that's, that's... he's like, I can't get rid of them. <laughs> and, you know, it's a Cosby sweater. And yep. Cusack gets dumped by his longtime girlfriend and it sends him into this Mm -hmm. like epic spiral um i really i kind of um understand rob's character like joe cusack's character like i feel like a little bit of it's me he's a huge fan of making lists he's a huge fan of organizing his like he organizes his Mm -hmm. records multiple different ways in this movie Mm -hmm. Um, yeah he's very particular one of the ways was autobiographical so he had to remember (laughs) It's how it happened in his life. That's the most amazing. If I were to ever organize my tapes that way, the way the way it would work out is if I wanted to watch, say, Bull Durham, I would have to remember what year I watched it, and if I had bought it for anybody, and like when I did that, like that would be autobiographical. Whoa, that's awesome. But it would be impossible to find. That's yeah. I think that's what we're gonna do after we like evolve. Like whatever the next human (laughs) step is, we're gonna start alphabetizing. Our collections is autobiographical. Uh, I mean, it's just it makes uh, the shelf easy though. When you when you buy a new tape, you can just put it next. It just goes next. next. <laughs> it's kind of easy. <laughs> you can always remember how long ago you bought a tape. But like that would be the thing. Is like, oh, I have to remember I bought this tape in 1990. I'm like, oh my god, that'd be so bad. Gosh. But like, um, Rob's girlfriend goes and lives with this like dude upstairs in the apartment. Um, who's like an older guy who has a ponytail is like into like Zen and shit. Uh, it's just such a good fucking movie. Uh, if mm-hmm. you have not seen it, you need to go out and get high fidelity and watch this movie. You can get high fidelity as you want. And you'll listen to some awesome, like late nineties kind of grunge, weird indie rock stuff. Mm-hmm. In fact, like if, if you could surprisingly, it's not even like you'd think it'd be a video store, but no, my dream job doesn't exist anymore. Because it takes place in 1996, but my dream job is being just working at a record store in 1996. That's what I would do. Not now. Not now at all. No way. So, Those people are rude. <laughs> but in '96, back when, just like, it, just no one cared. Just you were just chilling. Like whatever came out, came out. Everyone was just lis- listening to like Pearl Jam. Like it was exactly like High Fidelity. So you want to live either in High Fidelity or Empire Records? One hundred percent. And I'm not even a music like guy or snob, but I just think that time of America, that time in our lives, was so good for record stores and just anyone in the know with music in 1998. For sure. I mean, they were rad. You know, if you were one of the weird guys that knew that still had vinyl in '98, vinyl was garbage in 1998. No one bought it. No one did it. The CDs. It was. CDs were the the shit. People had you know Fye and Virgin Records showing up with CD stores taking out places like John Cusack Tower Records. Mm -hmm. I went to a Virgin Records store in Disney World. It was three stories. It was in two thousand one. Jesus, that has long been destroyed and probably turned into a Beats by Dre store. But that's awesome. Back in the day, 
I don't know. I just really connected with Cusack's character in this, mostly just because he's a crazy, kooky person, but also, you know, he's he's devoted his life to something, the record store, and he's just a snob mm-hmm. when it comes to knowledge about those things. And so that's kind of how I feel. Like, I I don't want to feel like I'm a snob, but like I have a, a plethora of knowledge of 80s and 90s nostalgia, and just right. movies and TV shows and mu- music of that those eras and toys and um, oh yeah. And I used to, I've worked retail for 20 years and I would kind of be like, oh, this person has no idea. Right. So I don't know. So for me, number one, high fidelity. It's a, Well, that is, that is it. That is our lists. That is it, man. That is our top five rom-coms for this very holiday week of Valentine's Day. That's right. So. Um, but yeah, we got anything else? Any other honorable mentions, quick send-offs, any other thing we want to so, leave the people thinking an about an honorable mention for me was heathers heathers hell yeah christian slayer um pretty in pink mm-hmm. 16 candles uh doc hollywood i i almost put doc hollywood on the list never seen that oh i have it but i've never seen it yeah God, it's so good i love michael j fox but then i think about it and i'm like i really only seen him like two movies and then that show he was in so i, I can't say i really love him but i definitely like the movies he's in, so i should watch more I have a bunch with him that I've never heard of, like Big City or Big uh, Big City Lights. Yep, that's uh, a good one. Doc Hollywood. That's a good one. Uh, a few. But yeah, my honorable mentions, uh, what was that one we talked about earlier? That was pretty much it. I couldn't remember any of those. Um, I can't remember. Yeah. Well, if anybody wants to rewind <laughs> that one. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't have any anything else really for uh, for this go around. A lot of people are saying like Risky Business is a rom-com nah. and I'm like nah it's just a Tom Cruise it's movie it's just a Tom Cruise genre. movie it's just another Tom Cruise movie which everyone has tried to slide on their hardwork floors in socks like he did and eaten shit yeah but or got a splinter but we don't talk about yeah, that but well guys as always we are the guys behind the counter if you have any questions or suggestions of things you want us to watch please please Hit us up in the comments on our Instagram. If you want to email us at behindthecounterpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, it just gives us ideas of things to watch. And we just love talking to the people that listen to our show. Um, as always, enjoy. <laughs>